The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Rody. When you work in quality assurance, perfection comes easy. Tori Tuchilo. When Tori steps on the scene, you are his story. Eugene Henderson. In the game of life, I choose Jeopardy. Maria M. Where I come from, they sing God Save the Queen. The truth is, it's actually me. Becca Simon. If you can't stand the heat come to minnesota jill hirsch your petty drama can't take this warrior down jamie all some people call me cold but it's not me it's that minnesota weather sarah gibbs you may not like the cut of my jet but that's what you get from sarah gibbs richie d if you can't be cool you can't be with caduce megan shah i may be a model but i'll never be your model minority samaj bledson the fun bus is here and i'm driving on the turn Pike. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. Danny McLaughlin. First, I came out, and now I'm coming for everything. Kelly Paper. I may be from down under, but don't ever underestimate me. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Sarah Watkins, Philstein. Playtime is over. This mom means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist bumping, this mama brings the party. Jill Walsh. I made it up the hill myself and I'll kick any jack off. And finally, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is. this room to the other room back to this room like Dolores in the house because it's still COVID out there so I'm still being very careful and not going anywhere. In New Jersey the children are taking off their masks at school. Maryland too they've been told they could but they're choosing to keep their masks on in most cases. Yeah it's that it's optional and if your child is vaccinated and unmasked Yeah. Even if the classroom has exposure, as long as they're not positive and they don't have any symptoms, they don't have to quarantine, yeah. which is like a big selling point for most yeah. parents. If your child is not vaccinated and not mass, yeah. we need to get the fuck out of the classroom for 10 days, which I'm like, good. And yeah. then if your child is is masked and unvaccinated, yeah. they will need to test negative to come back to school. Okay, now that yeah. seems a lot more sensible. Noah's school is going to start doing that in April, which is fine because hopefully by then he will get at least his first shot. Mm. I was just laughing because remember that class mom I told you about that was like, yeah. I'm not vaccinating my kids. Yeah. She's going to be like the first one to send her kid to school without a mask. The first oh, one. Yeah. I just know yeah. it. Yeah. Like if he could be any more unmasked, how could like how could he, if you wear a mask if you were uh, you know riding riding you know high for masking you could wear the boldest mask and walk out and say i am masked you should be too and all that but how do you how do you shout off the roof when you are unmasked you walk around and you say stuff like oh, i just can't i just can't i'm just over it <laughs> <laughs> anyway there's oh. so much that happened on Bravo this week. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me. Wait, before I get into Housewives, 
Did you watch the Love is Blind reunion? Unfortunately. Did you enjoy my live tweets? I enjoyed it because I was supposed to be at a work call. <laughs> and that was taking forever. So I had to... I had to mute it and just be online. So what do I do for the hour that I had to just sit through this call? I was enjoying your live tweeting. <laughs> I really had a blast. I love that. Oh, it was awesome. It was, I also finished. Your live tweeting was awesome. That was awesome. The show, <laughs> not so much. I still maintain that the show, show sucks. And now they're going to, or Nick Lachey and Vanessa Williams, they're like just doing so many experiments. I like, know. The next, like, are they trying to get a PhD or something? Like, write the thesis? Yeah, I don't know it? what it is. I just feel like there was a missed opportunity to just like roll Shane into rehab. Right? It should have been like rehab romance. No, they could have gotten Shake to do it too. They yeah, I mean, it. what is he rehabilitating? You know, Shake should go to that retreat, the warrior re- retreat that Louis went to. <laughs> yes. He would do Ew. great there. Yeah. So let's talk about Jersey. So last week, what happened is that Teresa got into a fight with production, said, you guys are evil. Why the hell are you still recording me? I'm serious. Fuck off. Got into Mm. a car, drove off, and then left in a huff. The ladies Mm. keep saying, Teresa, left in a huff. Mm -hmm. Jen is very confused because she leaves from Jen's house. And Teresa, at this point, has also invited all the other people over to Jen's house for a barbecue. Wait, but didn't Jen ask her to leave? Oh, no. No, Jen didn't ask her to leave. No, Teresa... Got into a fight with production about Louis. Oh, 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 I remember that. Yeah. Jen is just confused because she's invited all these people who Jen does not get along with over to her house for a barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa has disappeared. This is like when my husband invites people that I don't know. I don't even know his golf buddies to dinner. I'm like, what am I? Who am I hosting? Who are these people? And it's great because you don't remember when last year when Jen got really drunk and there were like clips of her getting drunk and singing Money Can't Buy You Class? Yeah. So she's like a big Luann fan, clearly. Okay. Because then she picks up her phone and she tries to call Teresa. Teresa doesn't pick up. So then Jen sends a text message. And of course, all of these women love to do voice to text. Yeah. And she says, hey, girl, where'd you go? Question mark. <laughs> Wondering where you are, give me a call when you get a chance. <laughs> I was like, Jen, you were trying to have a moment. <laughs> you got it. In the Gorga house, everybody where everybody else is staying, they're all getting ready to go to Jennifer's house to attend Teresa's barbecue, where Teresa is not. Teresa left. Louis in his car. Teresa is in her car. And they both left. So I don't believe that Louis was in his car. I think Louis went to wherever production probably mics them up. Oh. And Teresa probably went to wherever he is. Now, Teresa oh. does have her shore house, but she just had a bunch of people staying there. Yeah. So she didn't want to, like, be filming there because I think okay. her kids are there and stuff. Okay. Teresa is missing. Bill gets to Jennifer's, the Gorgas, the Goldschneiders, little Kiki, mm-hmm. Kiki Barber, Kiki and Barber. the Marges. They all arrive. The Catanias come a little bit later, and everybody's just like very confused about where the hell Teresa went. Yeah. And they all think that she clearly left because she didn't want to talk about all the new stuff that's coming out about Louis. Because it's yeah. not just the video that came out about Louis. Now yeah. we're, you know, getting all these texts of him being abusive, the article right, from right, his right, ex wife, right. all this stuff, right? right. 
Right. And they're like, she should have stuck around and stood up for her relationship. And Jackie's like, yeah, didn't Teresa say that to me? Like, if there's nothing going on, you should just defend your relationship. Yeah. Melissa and Jen have like a moment where Melissa's like, oh, it's really nice to be at your house. It's a beautiful house. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just – it's shocking that I'm here hanging out with you. Yeah. And Jen is like, no, I was – I just tease you, Melissa. Like, you just take it too seriously. I didn't think that you would get this upset. And Melissa's like, no, you definitely go for the jugular. Yeah. And in that time, we see a production van and Louie and Teresa walk in and they're being transported to this party. And Teresa immediately says, they got cameras in here. Mm-hmm. And so they're being very careful about the stuff yeah. that they're saying. Teresa, that's her way of saying bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. It's like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Bravos, bravos, fucking bravos. Yeah, she's like camera, mic, so that they would not include that footage, right? <laughs> Teresa's like, man, woman, camera. Mike, <laughs> boom, Mike. She's like, people, not, not family, not family is here. Wasn't that like a Trump said that he took like an IQ test? <laughs> <laughs> man woman camera tv <laughs> that's what Teresa does not gia not family tv boom mic producer <laughs> anyway she says in the car she doesn't trust Margaret because Margaret's the one who keeps bringing Louis stuff up. Mm. And she's a snake and she shouldn't be trusted because she gets, she gets nasty, that Margaret. So once mm. Teresa and Louis get there, it's very awkward because everyone's like, hey, hi. like, And they're all trying to figure out like who's going to bring up the fact that you left in a huff. Mm. And they're all whisper, whisper, whispering. And Marge is like, well, Jennifer said that you left in a huff and that's what we're talking about. Like yeah. Marge really is so good at like, instead of owning, you probably yeah. left because of what we were saying. She's like, yeah. Jennifer told us that you left and now it's weird that like you're here pretending like yeah. nothing happened, right? Yeah. And Teresa's like, no, I just, I didn't leave in a huff. I just, I wanted to know like if somebody has something to say about us, just say it. Yeah. And Marge says, look, we all care. We all just care about you and we're just concerned. Yeah. And Melissa, you hear Melissa in the background saying, I have no concern. I love Louie. <laughs> You know, she's like immediately going to save her ass. Hmm. And Louis is immediately like, look, you, I can address the video. What do you want to yeah. know? But Teresa will not let him talk. Yeah. She's like, don't. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. You don't I'm have to I'm surprised that they now. didn't decide on, okay, I'm, I'm going to say something or I'm not going to say something before they arrived. I have a feeling that they did decide that they're not going to say anything. And Louis decided to be like a little, like have his moment on camera. Oh. And was like, oh, I'm going to make a thing out of it. And he keeps trying to talk. Teresa won't let him talk. It finally gets to the point where Louis says, if you don't let me talk right now, Teresa, I'm going to leave. Yeah. And it was yeah. like kind of awkward. But also at the same time, he keeps telling Margaret, he says something to Margaret like, go ahead. What do you want to say? You couldn't intimidate me on my worst day or something mm. like that. Mm. So he's kind of like getting a little tense. What he's trying to do is when you have a bully, you're trying to put them in on the spot. And so what are you going to do? Just call their bluff and see what is Marge going to say yeah. when Teresa's feeling better what could Marge say that would make her come off as the hero here there's nothing she could say anything yeah. Marge says is going to be uh, going to make her feel like sh- a shitty afterwards so he's like daring her to say that yeah that's the thing with Margaret I think that Margaret's whole thing is like to bring things up on camera but 
they never go anywhere. Like, even if you think about what she did with Jennifer, Mm -hmm. what was the point of that? It was just to make Jennifer feel bad because later on she's like, I didn't want to make you feel bad. I just wanted to tell you that like you have a double standard. Okay. We already know that about her. So I don't understand what the point of that was. And and then she wants everybody to act like it's normal. Like she wants to dig up dirt and then everybody pretend like they're not upset. And here's the deal. Jennifer does exactly the same. That's the point here. Like they both do the same thing. They're like, I'm just putting out facts out there. You shouldn't be upset about it. You should just act normal. If it is nothing, then it it is nothing. That's what they're trying to say. So then Louis is like, okay, let me just talk. And he explains what this warrior retreat was and his version of it is the retreat is a place where you get to deal with your past traumas and you become vulnerable and actually what I was trying to do was break up with this person who I didn't want to be with and everybody's like you in the video talk about going home and marrying this person you're like proposing to them you're like re you know renewing your vows to this person Yeah. And he's like, no, it was this thirsty person who wants to bring up stuff. Like, I was like, kind of, I don't want to say I was on Louis' side. I know he's like, he's like a bright red snake. I can tell, right? Yeah. But something about how Teresa's talked about him and stuff, and even that weird like therapy scene that they had a couple episodes ago, I still like, I was like, okay, maybe he's not as bad as we assume. But then when he started telling the story about this warrior video, I was like, oh, you're changing, you're, you're completely creating a brand new narrative. Like yes. you are totally and making you know up that, story. and you know this is the kind of narrative that Teresa will fall for, hook, line, and sinker. Yes, because she's not going to do much research about research, it. She's just yeah. going to believe you. Yeah. Everybody's just like, okay, well, this is obviously a lie, but whatever. They move on. And Teresa says, look, I just, I don't like gossip. You guys can say whatever, but I just don't like the gossiping, the talking behind everyone's back. Mm -hmm. And Joe's like, so what? Joe Gorga. He's like, so what? Everybody does that. Everybody gossips. Your friend Jennifer here, she Mm -hmm. talks shit about me all the time. And obviously brings up, because he's obsessed with himself, the fact that she called him a crook on social media. Yeah. And Teresa's like, okay, but you're friends with Marge. And Marge is so nasty to Jennifer. She's so nasty to everyone. She's talking about Louie. And then she brought up the stuff about Jennifer. And then, of course, again, Jennifer and Marge start going at it again. Oh, my God. And then, as a result, the Jackie, Evan, Teresa stuff gets brought up again. It's like everybody does the same thing and nobody wants to admit that they're wrong. Like, they all are hypocrites and nobody can see it. And then Mm. Melissa and Marge are just, like, screaming at Jennifer at her house. Bill gets up and he is literally not doing anything. He just gets up and walks away to the other side of the patio. He says nothing. Mm. And then they go back to this comment that Jennifer made about Joe being a crook on social media. And Jennifer says, it was always in retaliation. Whatever I say to you, Melissa, it's in retaliation. And the problem with Jennifer is that there's a very thin line for what she will retaliate against you. You could look at Jennifer sideways and she'll be like, I was just retaliating, so I wish death on your whole family you know like (laughs) that's the problem and then then, she belongs in one of the new york boroughs not jersey she's from queens yeah she's from queens yeah that's what she comes with that's it what are you looking at what are you looking at why did you look at me (laughs) yeah like i literally didn't even look at you and then the cherry on top is that jennifer says it was between me and you And then even he, pointing at Joe Gorga, says, this little bitch girl came in and commented. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's like flabbergasted that she called Joe Gorga 
<laughs> little bitch girl. Except I was for, except for Joe Bur- except for Joe Burger. He's like, finally, somebody noticed my beautiful eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, Melissa does this thing whenever she wants to fight with someone. She does a wind up walk. Have you ever noticed that about her? Yeah. She yeah, gets yeah. up and she does like a. A walk around the room. She never right. charges. Like, like, and she does something with her hair too. It's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> she'll do her. She'll shake her head to make sure that her pony goes back and forth, and she's ready. It's always a high pony, high ponytail situation too. <laughs> it's like a horse. It's like a horse bucking. She'll shake her head <laughs> before she walks around. Bucking. Yeah. So she gets up and she starts like does her little walk around like she's going to come at Jennifer. So then Jennifer yeah. stands up and yeah. Melissa gets in Jennifer's face, waving her finger and Jennifer grabs Melissa's hand. And then everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't put your hand on this her. Blah, a, blah, blah. This is a whole, again, the barn fight. Like who? Yes. Got into and you know, face? it really, it re- here's the thing. Let mm. me tell you something. I was like, yeah. <laughs> in this situation, I was like, I don't know. Like, Melissa's obviously wrong because she came for Jennifer and Jennifer mm. grabbed her hand to get it out of her face. But then yeah. I was like, however, in the barn fight, I thought that Monique was wrong because <laughs> putting your finger in someone's face is not enough reason to put your hands on them. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> it's like, but, you know, in the barn fight, they were right there. In this one, Melissa did a wind up. Yes. So there's like... <laughs> The few extra seconds of intent. Yes, yes. You know those <laughs> toys that little kids have? It's like a usually a car toy and you push it back and then yeah, you yeah, launch yeah. it. That's yeah, like yeah. kind of what Melissa does with like her wind yes. up. And it's like, yes. listen, bitch, like we know that you're launching yourself. So like yeah. we know where this is going. Yeah. So then it's just a brawl. Everybody's cussing at each other. Jackie says, I'm done with Jennifer. She's an asshole. She's an asshole. And Jennifer's like, well, I didn't want to be your friend anyway. You were talking about Bill's dick. And Bill is just like, st- Bill literally walks up the stairs and leaps. Like he just retreats. Bill is like, oh shit, this is my house. I cannot drive away. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so everyone except for Teresa, Louis, Dolores, Frank, they leave. And they're all in the car and they're all talking about it. Melissa's like, personally, I think Bill can't stand her. He hates her. You know, it's just the Gorga guests are just going on and on about how much they hate Jennifer and like there's no coming back from it. And Dolores tells us, like, Teresa in this is in a pickle because she knows that Melissa was wrong for Mm. charging at Jennifer, Mm. but she also needs to defend her brother because her brother is getting called a little bitch girl. And she doesn't know what to do because Jennifer has always been a very loyal friend. She doesn't know if it's a compliment (laughs) or an insult. With Joe Gorga. You know how he says that anybody calls him names, you know, all his great uh, Instagram stories that now he's doing? And yeah. If somebody calls you a bitch girl, you embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's, it's all the positivity. She's like, I don't know if that's really not a compliment. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to be a little bitch girl, be the best little bitch girl I Jersey know. has ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> And then the next morning, everybody's obviously still talking about it. Dolores says, Dolores and Frank both say, it was totally justified what Jennifer did because you don't charge at somebody like that. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. Jennifer and Bill have a conversation and Jennifer's like, hey, where the fuck were you, dude? Like, what happened? And Bill says, look, if I got in there, there would have been an actual physical fight. 
Like yeah. things would have gotten much worse if I stepped in. Everybody's talking about what happened with Jennifer, but again, again, guess who can't shut the fuck up about Louis? Marge. Margaret. <laughs> Margaret's like obsessed oh. talking about Louis. At this point, they have technically moved on from it, right? So they she should be focused on what happened between Jennifer and Melissa. It's so stupid. Like, yeah. Marge really holds on to a bone and then she won't drop it. It's so annoying. Yeah. So Teresa and Louie do tell Jennifer and Bill, like, look, you have our support, but we're going to work on making things right with Melissa. Like, I know what happened. We, we get what was going on. Dolores also says, these women gang up on Jennifer every single time. Jackie... Ooh. Marge and Melissa will gang up on Jennifer every single time. So she has to feel like she has to defend herself. Mm. Melissa throws a party and everybody except for Jennifer attend. So you think it should be like a fairly nice Mm. gathering, right? right? There shouldn't be any drama. Yeah. But, you know, Marge is upset with Teresa and Melissa and Joe are now upset with Teresa because, you know, little bitch girl, how do you come back from little bitch girl? And your yeah. sister not doing anything about it. And then, of course, again, that double standard comes up that if Louie was to be called little bitch girl mm-hmm. and Joe didn't do anything, she, he would have to hear about it for the rest oh, of his yeah, life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. And, of course, when they confront Teresa about it, she's like, no, what? I would never care. Like, Teresa, yeah. people yeah. have said less. Yes. <laughs> you flipped a table, okay? Yeah. Like the Gorga siblings, watching them is like watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like no one owns their shit, and they just constantly point fingers at each oh. other. All the family talk, they have never, they've never supported each other. Never, 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 oh, ever. For all of that talk, they've never done that. Because Teresa's gripe is, well, how can you ask me to defend you against Jennifer when you didn't say anything when Marge was coming at me about Louis? This tit for tat can go all the way back to their dad and Joe Jr and yes that fight and before that fight and getting on the show so everything goes back to that so at the end of the day until they resolve their original sin of a fight they can never go forward melissa however has a secret weapon Mm. it's a little kiki barber she has decided to fight melissa's battles oh i'm so glad kiki got involved yeah melissa joe louis Teresa. they're all standing in the kitchen they're talking about what happened and neither gorgas can remember exactly what it is that jennifer called him (laughs) so they're kind of like you know what he called you like a like a fucking bitch or a fucking little bitch Mm. and then Little Kiki has to be like, well, what she said was little bitch girl. (laughs) I think that's going to be the name of this episode. (laughs) Little bitch girl. Little bitch girl. Yeah. And then, of course, Teresa's like, who the fuck is this bitch? (laughs) She's like, Melissa better control this bitch before I like really go off. And then (laughs) Teresa just kind of like starts crying and walks away because she doesn't want to fight with her family. Mm. And that's it. Oh, well, such a confusing, confusing, everybody scream at everybody episode, right? I yeah. Bet they were all screaming their heads off too. So I can just Yeah, imagine. even when they're like calmly talking, nobody really remembers things correctly because they're just like so enraged. Yeah, because they're so enraged and they don't pay attention to what the other person is saying. They're just mm-hmm. screaming at each other's face and they're just trying to make their own point. Yeah. They're not listening. Exactly. Not, not one of them is listening. Well... <laughs> Louis did say to Teresa, remember, we have two ears and one mouth. Listen more. Talk less. <laughs> okay, I bet Louis. he learned it. He learned it on that retreat. Oh, my God. That was the, that was the, that was the first lesson. And he, you know, remembers it. 
it was easy to remember. <laughs> but the way he like touches his ears and then his mouth, he looks like he's doing the see no evil, hear no evil, <laughs> speak no evil monkeys. That was probably like tattooed over his ass or something after that, <laughs> after that retreat. Those three monkeys. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right, let's go over to Orange County. What's happening there? Emily prepares for... Okay, first of all, this episode... I'd say this episode was just like these individual scenes. It felt like all filler footage. Mm. But it also was like they kept rolling out these like friends of that had I think had been auditioning on the show. You yeah. had all, all kinds of characters. I think... Almost every scene, there was like a random new person. And I was like, who the hell is this person? Why are they mic'd up? <laughs> but the main things that happened is that Emily's daughter has her baptism. Mm. And the big thing that's happening with Shannon is she's like wigging out over Gina saying that she thinks that Shannon is jealous of her success. Heather uh. is doing like a, you know, Pygmalion, Marie Kondo, pretty woman makeover on Gina. Wait, she goes, that's, she goes, that's, to- that's a lot. Oh, so she's throwing away the gather signs. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> she's starting with her closet first. Okay. The biggest thing that happens on this episode is that Dr. Jen and Ryan go to a dinner at Heather's house because Heather wants to have a little dinner party in the hopes of like healing Jen and Ryan's relationship because Jen has asked for this. So mm. Heather just casually throws together in short time a super fancy dinner. Like, mm. in this dinner, nobody is ironing their own clothes when they're walking into the house, okay? <laughs> okay. There's none of that. It's just like this, yeah. a super-duper fancy dinner. Terry does come downstairs with a coat that still has a tag on it. Oh. But, but, you know, Terry. it's still not ironing your own clothes. Is it a leather Is it a leather, ja- leather coat, though? No leather jacket this No time. leather jacket for Terry? Nothing to match his face? Uh. <laughs> so, and like there's just like a fully staffed like very fancy meal mm-hmm. um all these people start coming in mic'd up or there's this couple named michael and nancy what? it was very strange i i have been getting the feeling from heather and terry that they want to start a relationship show like the ultimatum oh, yeah. so this mm-hmm. is like what you're describing feels like uh, audition for that. There is so many different shows that Heather could be doing. Like even the yeah. scene where she goes to Gina's house and she goes through Gina's closet. You remember that show on TLC, What Not to Wear? Yes. She basically does that. Uh, she has, there's a show. I w- yeah. First of all, I would love that show. I would love to watch Heather Dubrow go into regular sh- Joe Schmo's houses like mine and yours, mm-hmm. fancy it the fuck up, mm-hmm. go through her closets, Get rid of everything. Yeah. And and we've got the parenting show. She could help with parenting. Mm-hmm. She yeah. could help with organization. She could teach you how to throw a fabulous dinner party. She, yeah, she could she be could, a relationship she coach. She could do what Vanderpump did, which is Vanderpump um, parties. Did yeah. she do some a show like that? Heather could do that and talk about tablescapes. Instead of a Magnolia network, she could have another network, her own network. Chip and Joe. Yeah, the Magnolia. Their, yeah, Magnolia like, network. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like Heather is building this like mega mansion in Cancun. What she needs to yeah. be doing is basically make yeah. like a amusement park type situation. Yeah. Do like what the Magnolia people did where they bought but this for, like, restaurant. Yeah, but make it like a wealthy version of it. Like how exactly. to be rich. Exactly. Not how to be not how to be homely and you know. Yeah. Country, put wood on your walls. Like, yeah. Yeah. Put wood exactly. On your walls. 
Not yeah. the cottage feel, but the palatial feel. Just do the opposite. She could turn her actual mall house into like yes. a place like that, and I would pay money to go there. Yeah, rent out that stupid house for like retreats where you go and you learn from Heather how to be a fancy lady, like Dorinda is doing with Bluestone Manor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's so many missed opportunities, but anyway, she has his dinner. Because what she's trying to do is get Jen around these, like, nice couples to show Jen and Ryan, like, that anything is possible. Yeah. There is a lot of conversation on the internet about Ryan. Yeah. And I'm going to say this as somebody who is not a professional, who has no medical opinion, but I have been around special needs families. And when I say special needs, I mean, like, anything. My child is technically a special needs child. I've been around a lot of psychologists and teachers who work with kids with all kinds of neurodiversity. Mm. I think Ryan has an undiagnosed neurodiversity that is mm-hmm. not discussed. Yeah. Because the way and and I think that Jen to some degree is aware of it because the way that she is with him and the way she even talks about him, it yeah. could be two things. One, it's either that she's embarrassed of him or two, it's almost like mothering. It's almost like the way I am with my kids sometimes. Like it's how I am yeah. with Noah and he's five, right? Yeah. Of I'll be like, oh yeah, sorry. It's like not really his thing. Oh, he put on shoes. He never wears shoes. He finally yeah. put on a shirt. Like Yeah, talks about him as a special needs person that he she's taking care of yeah yeah Yeah. she says i you know she's really proud of ryan because he doesn't really do well in these types of situations what do you mean you're proud of him like yeah what is his deal right and and a lot of people are like oh he's an asshole and he's standoffish and whatever but like i don't think he is it's like very obvious that yeah he is socially something is not clicking and again i'm not gonna diagnose him he gives me the feeling of somebody who is a high functioning person on the spectrum yeah he seems socially awkward yeah. in the in the classical sense but it doesn't seem like he doesn't know what he's doing yes. he's just he's just super super focused on one or two things that he wants to achieve and that's his little world and he wants to protect it yeah the dog is almost like an emotional response dog or supportive dog or something like that like he holds on to that pup like it helps him in social yeah like even when they get to the house he's like i don't understand why i couldn't bring the dog which is again something that my child would say yeah and she kind of goes well you know you never know what's going on here yeah she didn't say ryan because we can't bring a dog to somebody's house to a dinner party yeah she said it in a way to almost be like she said it in a way that i would say to my child yeah because it logically explain to them what was going on like i don't want them to know or i have you know that requires special permission or something of that sort like this is something and she had to explain it to him yeah. It's like when my kids are like, why can't we go to Mexico right now? And I can't tell them because we owe money on our taxes and we can't afford it. Instead, I say <laughs> because Mexico is closed. Yeah. <laughs> it's winter and Mexico is closed. It's like it, it felt like that. But we yeah. found out a bunch of things about him. Like yeah. we find out that he never drinks, mm. which I feel like would be something that somebody who is aware that they are atypical neurologically, mm. that mm. they wouldn't want to then ingest anything that would make them lose their senses, right? Or yeah. lose control. Yeah. So yeah. he's never had any alcohol. He's never done any drugs. Terry's yeah. like such a dick about it. He's like, are you Mormon? Are you an alcoholic? Yeah. Are yeah. you a drug addict? Uh, 
So stupid. We also find out that Ryan never had a real job. He was oh. a professional poker player until they had kids. Again, somebody who maybe is on, has Asperger's or something of that sort. Some spectrum where they can hyper-focus and do this, but socially they would not be able to survive a work, work environment. Yes. But this is where I feel like if that is the case, then I wish Jen would just talk about it. Actually, it would bring a lot of awareness. Mm -hmm. It would be a great thing to be talked about. But also it would avoid a lot of awkward situations like the way Terry behaves. People yes. will not understand that this is not the run-of-the-mill conversation they can have with a person like that. They have to yeah. they have to be aware of it. I would I would wish that either Jen would talk about it or not be on the show if he's not okay with it. If he's not okay talking about it, then maybe Jen shouldn't be on the show because now it puts him in the wrong light. People think that he is horrible, which he's not. Yeah, people are getting the idea that he's like emotionally insensitive or he he's closed off to her. Yeah. You know, she always says that the kids don't really like to even spend time with her because they're obsessed with their dad because he's so good yeah. at being a dad he's a stay-at-home yeah. dad yeah so i wish that we could find out what it is and maybe look it's possible that she hasn't even considered it and like has never gotten him as you know done an assessment i know i have a very good friend yeah. she's happily married she's got two kids and while she and her husband after being married for like 15 years were going through couples counseling the counselor just happened to be somebody who was aware of these things said I think it wouldn't hurt if your husband got we did an evaluation on him for some things that I think he might have and he was diagnosed with like he's a doctor by the way wow. the guy's a doctor and he was diagnosed with like very 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 high functioning type of autism wow there's things that he's amazing at he's a great mm -hmm. dad he's obviously super smart he's a doctor mm -hmm. but there's things that he is re they really struggle with in their relationship where they did which was like emotional connections certain mm -hmm. emotional connections social connections yeah socially awkward things and she said it makes so much sense it's yeah. something called nonverbal learning disorder and yeah. it happens it's very, yeah. and, and that's the thing. I wish that they would figure it out because like you said, I think there's a missed opportunity here that is so interesting. And I think we sometimes, because autism is something that has been diagnosed more recently, yeah. we only associate it still with younger people. But right. there's plenty of kids now that are, now they're not even kids. There's people that are in their 20s that are yeah. living independent lives right. or high functioning people on the spectrum. And I feel like there's a missed opportunity here because as the night goes on, it just became more and more evident to me. Jen ends up getting hammered, mm. hammered. And she's saying all kinds of weird shit. She's like cussing at the table. Mm -hmm. But like in the previews, all they're really focusing on is that Ryan puts a bib on. He takes a napkin and puts it on like a bib to mm. start eating. And everybody's like, oh, that's so weird. But like Jen is the one that's hammered. Like it's actually more inappropriate for Jen to be that hammered than for Ryan to take a napkin and put it on his shirt. And and yeah. Jen is like, hey, put it down. And he's like, I don't want to get my dirt shirt dirty, but all right, fine. Yeah. And then they asked Jen and Ryan how they met. And Jen starts telling this like that same breakfast buffet story. Yeah. We find out that they had kids before they got married. Yeah. They had already had kids. And wow. then she finally got offered a job at Harvard. Yeah. And she was going to leave to go there. But yeah. then instead he proposed and they got yeah. married. And so mm -hmm. Heather's like, I want to hear Ryan's side of the story. I yeah. want to hear Ryan tell the proposal. And she keeps asking him to tell the story. Yeah. And Jen keeps interrupting. And then yeah. finally, Heather gets Jen to shut up. And Ryan is like, her story is my story. Yeah. He won't add on. He's yeah. just like, it's fine. Whatever you say is fine. Yeah. And Jen keeps drinking. So he gets up and he kind of like whispers at her. He says, hey, like, 
you you need to stop drinking. Yeah. And he walks away. He yeah. scrolls through his phone. The yeah. party ends. And Jen on the way to the car, in the car on the way home is like, you did great. You did awesome, babe. You did awesome. Like, again, the way that I would talk to my child. Again, the way that she was probably nervous that he was going to be socially awkward. And now yes. she's like, oh, she's so relieved that he did okay. Nothing happened. Yeah. He didn't throw a tantrum. Nothing happened. And so she's okay with it. Yeah. Oh. We only got one Noella scene this episode. Did you miss her, though? When they nope. didn't show her? But she did bring, like, a random friend up on the show named Kenny. Mm. She was, like, this lady who had, like, a, a Dutch accent. Mm. It was, like, another friend of. I was like, who is this auditioning? Mm. The friend of said, so how was the meditation? And Noella goes, the mediation? Yeah, it was great because we find out that her divorce proceedings started moving along and they had a mediation. But it just cracked me up that they like rolled out this friend of for one episode and one scene and this bitch said, how was meditation? Yeah, nobody wants to talk to Noella about her divorce because it's so confusing. It's so confusing and it's so boring. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. That was the episode for OC. Hmm. It was like a filler episode. Yeah, it's filler, but I, again, if what you say about Ryan is true, then I feel bad for him. Yeah, me too. That must be stressful for them. Yeah, and I don't blame him if he doesn't want to be on camera anymore. Right. Real Houses of Miami had their reunion, their Yay. first part. Yay. Yeah, it was great. There were like a lot of time and temperature updates in the beginning of it. Like, you know how usually they show like... <laughs> <laughs> Serious. <laughs> time go. and temperature. Time and temperature of day. <laughs> Remember how it has that specific sound? Yes. <laughs> yes. Brought to you by the Versace Mansion. Like <laughs> you know how like they're always showing footage of like the women getting to the place and the reunion and glam. They were like thirty six hours before the reunion. You know, Miami, the temperature there. That's like six hours before the reunion. New York, 18 degrees. I'm like, what? nobody cares. Yeah, we know. It's hot in Florida and it's cold in New York. Like, what is this? It's so silly. I was like, calm down, Peacock. This footage is not Peacock, that exciting. Peacock doing the most. Peacock doing the most. <laughs> Peacock producers are like the producers of the show are like, what? You're not gonna put us on Bravo? You're gonna put us on Peacock? Well, let me show you what else I can do. And this is what you- you're missing. This is the. <laughs> it wasn't even like you know. Usually they have like a Chiron at the bottom. That's like yeah. one day before. No, this is giant font in the middle of the screen. <laughs> it's so silly. It's like what? What is this? <laughs> anyway they all get there at least as the last one to get there and Andy's like pissed at her because she's always late so they get to they come to New York for the reunion yeah and he didn't go down to Miami no Miami they always come to New York for reunions no sometimes he goes to their city so for LA he used to back in the day yeah. he used to do yeah. it always but now I don't yeah. think he does now they all come to New York that's why anytime a new housewives or any any new show starts and they say last time when we were together in New York, new York. it usually <laughs> means the reunion anyway they start with alexia they ask her about her wedding and then obviously they pivot right away to peter mm. and what happened with him and the charges against him allegedly I'm sure yeah she she's like 
by the way, these are allegations and we're denying them because they're allegations, okay? And they're like, well, you seem to be excusing a lot of his stuff. Like, what's going on? Does he have anger management problems or whatever? She says that he's been through a lot. That could be why. But she said, I'm not going to justify what he did, but I will just support my son throughout. And I was like, okay, that's a more reasonable response. Yeah. But I also know you're probably enabling him. Yeah. Nicole is engaged, so they congratulate her. They ask her why she decided to get engaged since it seemed like that was like their thing that they weren't going to ever get married. And she's like, oh, I just, I would have been happy regardless if we, if he asked me to get married, if he didn't, if we get married, I don't care. I'm just happy to be with Anthony in any Mm. capacity. And Larsa says it probably had something to do with me because I'm the one that was pushing him a lot. And then again, she mentions the thing about child out of wedlock. So she said that it was Alexia Marisol and Larsa were asking Anthony a whole bunch of questions of like, when are you going to get married or whatever? And she she said that thing again of like, I wouldn't want a child with somebody out of wedlock and then not marry them. And Julia immediately is like, why are you saying that word again? Like, this is so inappropriate. And Larsa just like... She's so dumb, Arthi. She's so stupid. You know, she's dumb as hell when she's talking to a smart person. Yeah. But she is on fire when she's talking to Adriana. To a dumber person. Dumber than her person. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. During the break, because Julia and Larsa kind of go at it a little bit, during the break, she's... We get a lot of break footage in this version of the reunion. Yeah. Time and temperature. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of, of trailer talk. So uh, every time they take a commercial break, they always cut to like cameras down. They all go into their trailers and they talk shit about what has just happened. So literally, literal trailer trash. <laughs> yeah, trailer literal trash, trailer, trailer trash, trash talk. talk. Yeah. Yeah. And Larsa says when the cameras are down that she's going to tear Julia up because she's not here to play games. So La- wait, wait, wait. Larsa goes against Julia? Yes. I know. And she doesn't like do well because Julia is like so sweet and Mm. sensible. It just doesn't go well for Larsa. Marisol and Adriana come on stage and because they are the OGs of the show, they do this like side by side of all the women's plastic surgery, all their old faces and then their new faces. Mm. And when it gets to Larsa's, like everybody's having a great time and smiling and laughing. They're like, ha ha, oh my God, my face. And then it gets to Larsa's face and like no one laughs. Larsa doesn't laugh, no one laughs. (laughs) And this is like Andy's dream. I feel like Bravo TV maybe told Andy, hey, listen, we don't want you asking them about their plastic surgeries anymore yeah but because this is on peacock andy was like hey tell me about your tits like yeah. <laughs> he tell immediately went into like yeah. yeah what are your boob jobs they all like he just like spread his wings Aww. he ma- he is the peacock and the peacock's feathers are boobs <laughs> <laughs> like each feather has just a boob job on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and everyone admits to all the stuff that they did except for Larsa. Larsa mm. says that she admits that she got a boob job, a nose job, lip injections, but she did not have her butt done. Yeah. She says that back in the day, she was like under 100 pounds and now it's weight gain and workouts. Yeah. And everybody on the stage is like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. But Adriana says, I'm sorry, but your butt, the way it's shaped, it doesn't look real. Yeah. And Larsa's like, well, that's because I'm athletic and you're not, Adriana. <laughs> Larsa just play basketball with the kids. <laughs> she does. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> 
They like bring up the Kardashian break situation. You know, the, mm-hmm. the thing that Adriana has been harping about, Andy asks about her. He's like, you know, it does seem that way. So like you went and you spent time with these people. You came back looking like them and talking like them. Mm-hmm. And Larsa's like, no, I just I just worked out a lot. And, you know, sometimes you end up sounding like your friends when you spend time with them. Like mm-hmm. she it's almost like she almost admits it, but she doesn't. It's just like mm-hmm. I and everybody's like, we just want you to own the fact that your butt's not real. It's like not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But of course, she has to be like, Adriana, what if I talked about your butt? Huh? What if I talked about your body, your legs? And Adriana's like, look, I would love to get my butt done. <laughs> I don't care. But also, come on, can we move on from this? Talking about yes. each other's body? Like, what? Yeah. how does it matter? Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Andy spreading yeah. his boob wings. Yeah. Um, they take a break and everybody is basically in their trailers talking about mm-hmm. how clearly Larsa's been lying. But then Larsa gets mad at Lisa. She goes up to Lisa in the back and she's like, why didn't you defend me? Like, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you have my back? I need you to have my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lisa's like, what did you want me to say when you guys are fighting about your butt? What did you want me to say, Larsa? Like, what yeah. could I have possibly said in defense of your butt to these people <laughs> who are also my friends? My and husband I'm, did all of her surgeries and he did not do the butt. That's what she wants her to say. Yeah, exactly. So Larsa's like, it's okay, Lisa. You don't stick up for yourself, so don't stick up for me either. And just like yeah. walks away. And Lisa's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, they come back and they have a Gertie segment. Mm. They talk about her super hot husband. Yeah. They talk about her charity event. They're like, how much money did you raise for Haiti? And yeah. Gertie's like, oh, the event is still going on. I brought my QR code for you guys to scan and make a donation because I know who da- donated and who didn't. And there are many people here who did not donate. Yeah. And so Andy's like, oh, so who donated and who didn't? And Alexia's like, I didn't know anything about donating. I just thought it was a charity event. And Andy's like, yeah, it's, it's a charity event. You donate at the charity event. And then she's like, no, I donated my gowns for auction, yeah. but yeah. I didn't know. She's, you know, immediately she has to go into like this like frazzled kind of like ignorant I don't yeah. know. I didn't see any signs. Nobody told me. There was no QR code. I've never seen it before. There was no sign. Nobody, like, she goes into that, like, yeah. starts repeating yeah. herself thing. And it's like, okay, so you didn't make a donation, yeah. Alexia. Yeah. Say less. Yeah. They ask Gertie about why she and Adriana butt heads at that birthday party and why she was mm-hmm. pushing that foot massage conversation in front of Martina. And Gertie straight up owns it. She's like, yeah, yeah. I was being shady uh-huh. because Adriana was not being nice and she was being really rude about my decor about the event and like Adriana and Gertie have like a lovely conversation they apologize and move on and they ask Adriana why are you so territorial about Julia because clearly like something is going on here and apparently like Adriana said that not only is Martina totally fine with it but when they go to when they all get together Martina checks out Adriana more than she checks out Julia threesome threesome I know they're a throuple for sure throuple for sure we talk about Larsa's OnlyFans a mm. lot. Oh. But this is where, like, Adriana and Larsa start fighting, and it's just so funny. Because they're both so stupid. They ask the other women, who would join OnlyFans? Yeah. And Adriana's like, I was interested, but I asked my son, and he said, Mom, no way. That's pornography. Yeah. And Larsa's like, oh, okay, so that's pornography, but taking two dates to an event is okay? <laughs> <laughs> and Adriana's like, yeah, because that's not pornography. <laughs> like, what? 
what? And then suddenly, like, Larsa remembers, like, they baker, baker, and then Larsa remembers. Um, sorry, they're fighting about this pornography thing. Adriana is there at the reunion with that one of the guys that she had been dating yeah. at that time. This guy, yeah. Jacob, that's her boyfriend yeah. now. So when Adriana's like, yeah, that's not pornography, Larsa's like, oh, well, I heard then that Jacob has a full girlfriend. That's what I heard. Yeah. And then Adriana's like, oh, he does? Well, he's here. Should we bring him out, Andy? Andy, should we bring him out and ask him? And Andy, <laughs> Andy's looking at the cards. And Andy goes, no, I don't think no. so. <laughs> Andy's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. This is not going anywhere. <laughs> Andy's probably like, can you throw up time and temperature again? (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly, Larsa remembers, wait, Adriana, you were also topless on the show like a million times. So like, why is that okay? But me not even being topless on OnlyFans is pornography. Yeah. (laughs) Adriana, again, like so stupid. She goes... The difference is, Andy, I'm not paid for it. I'm not getting money (laughs) to show my body. And I'm like, isn't that worse? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that worse? (laughs) But also, you're on the show. You are getting paid for it. Yes. (laughs) Or maybe she's not. Who knows? Yeah. Poor Adriana. (laughs) He's such a mess. They get into this thing about Julia. We find out so much about Julia. Like, did you read about what happened to Julia's son? She said that, right? She said it on the show. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I, I think I blocked it out of my mind because it was so tragic. Yes. Yeah. But they really go into a ton of detail. And the way that Julia talks about her son's death and also the death of her son's father, yeah, it straight up sounds like something out of Killing Eve. Wow. Then they have a Nicole segment, segment, yeah. and it's very Nicole versus Marisol. What happened? Who yeah. said what? They talk about like Marisol accused Nicole of talking shit about Lisa's house, yeah. and so Nicole starts to say like, "I had one conversation with my interior designer, and they asked me what I thought of Lisa's house, and I said that it wasn't my style." And then Alexia starts telling the story of like, no, you went to dinner with me and Anthony and Todd and you said that Lisa's house was ugly and her tiles were from China. It's like so silly because immediately as soon as these women hear somebody called something cheap, Lisa's like, no, it's not from China. I could bring you receipts. It's very good. I could pull up the order. It's very expensive. Nothing I buy in my house is And like, Lisa, you don't need to do that. It's so silly. Because it's so silly, this is where Nicole is really smart. Nicole is like, guys, do you see how petty we are? We're fighting over interior design. And I was like, you said that shit about Lisa's house, Nicole. Yes. (laughs) You definitely did. In the middle of all this, of course, Larsa being the dodo bird that she is, she interjects with, and you called me a hooker? (laughs) Larsa. How many people called you a hooker, Larsa? I know. At this point... Lisa has to be like, no, Larsa. Lisa has to be like, Larsa, no, that didn't happen. She didn't say that. And it it reminds me of like that meme. You know that meme of like a grandma walking and she's like, she says something and the child is like helping her walk home. You're like, no, grandma, let's get you home. Right? It's like it's like that. Larsa's like the grandma. She's like, You called me a hooker. And Lisa's like, No, grandma, she didn't say that. Let's get you home. And then they talk about like the thing that Nicole said that Alexia said about Marisol, which was that, you know, Marisol is desperate and that's why she got married. 
And Alexia mm-hmm. is like, oh, you're good at this, but you're a liar. You're not, you know, you're not a better liar than she says something like your lies are not as good as how honest I am or something yeah. like that. And I was like, uh, that doesn't make do any a, sense. She tried to do a double negative and, you know, tripped over herself, tied herself into a pretzel. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then they just, Andy's like, out of everybody else who's here, who has ever heard that I've ever lied about something or talked yeah. shit about anybody? Yeah. And nobody raises their hand. Yeah. So it's like, what are we even fighting about then? Yeah. But it was great because Nicole's good at this. You think that Nicole is going to be hanging on there for, for the long run. Even though she's not necessarily bringing the drama she's part of the drama she is like i understand now why nicole was made a full-time housewife she's super rich yeah she's interesting she has an interesting backstory yeah and she's good at fighting with them yeah she doesn't give up anybody and else she doesn't would just get give emotional up. she doesn't get emotional she's very yes she doesn't get emotional calm. yeah and however calm she is it makes mm. the other people lose their mind more and right. i think that's always interesting so yeah. yeah, that was it. So what do you think? Is Candace out of Potomac? No, she's not. They would never get rid of Candace. Well, no. one tweet from her and the internet lost it. Lost it. She could literally be talking about doors closing and op- opening. Yeah. Like actual physical doors closing and opening. And, opening. and everybody's like, oh my God, <laughs> Candace is leaving. And she's like, no, I just, I went into one room and I closed the door behind me of the other room. That's all I did. And people yeah. are losing it. When you said people who know how to fight and who are calm, of course, I had to think about the other ex- exact opposite yes. person, Candace. Yes, yes. They need that. They need that little crazy mm. bird on that yeah. show. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for recapping again, Or I feel like finally I'm like, I'm keeping up with it. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. There's a lot of other crazy stuff that's going on in Potomac, but I just can't talk about it because it's annoying me. Yeah. They're all coming after the green-eyed bandits. Oh, speaking of which, I had a whole dream Uh that I was on a... For some reason, I was... I took my mom out saunter and brunch and something like that. And we we ended up checking out a yacht. And I'm on a yacht and showing her around. And Mm -hmm. I... All of a sudden, we run into Juan and Robin. Okay. And they and they tell us that they have been looking at the yard for their wedding. Oh my god! Their location, and they are now upset that I found out about it. And I'm going to tell everybody on my podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh they know about our podcast in your dream. I love that. <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden, my mom is like, "I don't know where I put my pocketbook." So. <laughs> All the three of us end up searching the entire yard looking for my mother's pocketbook. That's probably the most realistic part of your dream. Not yeah. that Juan and Robin are going to get married or that Robin knows about our podcast or that they could yeah. ever even make it on a yacht. I believe yeah. that if you were ever in a room with them and your mom lost her purse, yes. Juan and Robin would help you look for it. Yes. And so <laughs> that's, what, that's what the whole the rest of the dream was panicking about my mother's passport in the purse and where it was it's like the weirdest dream because i almost got excited i wanted to call you when i woke up and said did you know i ran into them and they're i know where they're having the wedding and i was like oh fuck that was a dream you were like shit i'm in india (laughs) there's no yard i didn't get a yard (laughs) we'll talk to you next time bye
the reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Tracy Newman, my presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lily, some people say I'm too much, but she's just starting. Marl Farsi, reading is fundamental, and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Masters, when you're the master of your own destiny, no one can take you down. Amanda Agosti. Some Amandas are tech spots, but this Amanda is as real as it gets. Ade Adedokun. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but actually I'm just smoking it. Paula Bretrude. If you think I'm a bitch, you're probably right, and you probably deserved it. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and I get it all. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back, and also my unsolicited opinion. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success, and my great ass. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Hadil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Srinidhi Subramaniam. I have four degrees, eight syllables, and zero Fs to give. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shade. Brianna Tooney. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. And finally, Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. 